The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Iskra. And I'm Philip. This is Couplish. Time, Time to, to check, check in. in. Today we have on Mel Wells and her fiance. Yes, Sean Jenkins. Mel is a good friend of mine. We've known each other since we were 15. We're literally from the same area and we both went through the modeling circuit, but we've now found out like our true purpose. She is an embodied leadership and intimacy coach for queens. She's trained in holistic sex, love and relationships with eating disorder, psychology and holistic health. She has a successful podcast called Love, Sex, Magic, which I've been on. Go check out our episode. And she has two incredible books, The Goddess Revolution and Hungry for More. Uh, and Sean Jenkins, entrepreneur, founder of a natural deodorant called Pitsy. Uh, and honestly, just like an all around good guy, you know, right? And uh, he is really in tune guy. with his spirituality, yeah, just like yeah. Mel. They really like found their perfect match. Yeah. And they have the cutest little baby called Sky. Yeah. He is an absolute bundle of joy. Um, and we're so grateful that he's here. They went through a whole journey with the birth. And yeah. let's just jump into the episode so you can hear more. So we are beyond excited to have you in our studio today yeah. at Couplish, the first thing we do on every Couplish episode, every Mel and Sean, is... We check in with each other. So <laughs> our check-ins start with, how are you feeling emotionally, physically, and spiritually? Mm. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So it's something that we do, we do like <laughs> during dinner or just, you know, about to like sit down and, and watch a show before we cuddle up. We like to check in and make sure we're doing all right. Yeah, yeah, that's a good Some way of doing it. Some eye contact flows yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we figured we'd bring it to the show. And yeah. Oh, I love that. Ask every single guest before we start. That's a really good tip, too, just yeah. in general. It's just like whenever you're about to kind of drop in or do yeah. something together, mm-hmm. just like have a second. Yeah. It helps your own yeah. mental health and it helps your communication with your partner. Because mm. oh, sometimes exactly. I don't validate how I'm feeling or not even aware how I'm moving through the day with my energy. And then yeah. when someone stops you in your tracks like that and gives you eye contact and likes like, stop. Yeah. Think about how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. It, it really helps. Yeah, because yeah. life can be so fast, right? I mean, yeah. especially in, in with your partner too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like check in with, with her or him yeah. be like, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. How are yeah. things feeling? How are things moving? Yeah. So I'm who's kicking really this good. up? I, yeah. I feel really grounded and uh-huh. calm and mm. I have that like warm feeling inside because we actually had like a really deep conversation on the way here mm. uh-huh. about, you know, just how grateful we are for each other and how grateful we are for our relationship dynamic and how we are with each other and that really meant a lot to me. Oh. I think something that we do a lot as a couple is like really appreciate each other and mm. make the time to like say like, I really love this about us and I really love this about you and I really love this about our relationship. And so I feel like we have a lot of those conversations and we happen to have one on the way here. So I feel really oh. good about that. So now I, I feel very emotionally, mm-hmm. yeah. It's fulfilled. a beautiful way to start the day. <laughs> yeah. In gratitude. Yeah. Mm. Gratitude big time. So physically, 
physically. Obviously, you you're still, you know, postpartum. Physically, my body's kind of aching. I'm like getting a lot of like calf pain these days. He's giving me a lot oh, of yeah, calf I'm massages. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I'm like galore. holding the baby all day or my body's just mm. shifting. But yeah, yeah spiritually, spiritually, I feel good considering we haven't meditated in months together. Mm. We used to meditate every day together. And since Sky came into the picture, it's just not felt possible <laughs> because one of us has got to have eyes on Sky at all times. So we kind of fell out of that routine, but I still feel, all things considered, I feel spiritually still quite healthy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I feel, well, in this moment, I feel very calm, alive. Ugh. Nice to be with you guys. Mm -hmm. Nice to see you guys. And I feel very, yeah, safe just being with my partner to my right and mm. whom I love dearly. And I feel like we have these conversations a lot, like she was talking about on the ride here, that are very spontaneous. Yeah. And really just kind of allow us to feel like we're on the same page. And I think mm. feeling on the same page feels so powerful for me because I've felt very off page before in my life mm. so feeling on page is yeah it's a great feeling overall sometimes you know being a new dad it can be a little bit erratic and finding some rhythm mm -hmm. but in this moment nice and calm physically i'm feeling well we've just been we did a berries two days ago and then we did oh, another oh. workout we did a hot we did a yeah. hot sculpt the day before and so body's feeling like it's been going through it <laughs> i think the lack of sleep sometimes kicks uh, in for me a little bit at around mm -hmm. like four yeah. and spiritually i feel probably the most like it hasn't been tended to the most ah mm -hmm. uh, yeah yeah i think we were on like a really good track of doing different things of different modalities whether it was like breath work or tapping into meditation or something mm -hmm. like that but being a new dad time gets so efficient mm -hmm. right. that it's almost like okay when are we gonna fit this slot in and so other things get prioritized absolutely yeah. so i appreciate that question a lot mm. yeah. well i think we can tell that you two are clearly just very open to be able to talk about how you feel as well every check-in is so different and you can tell different types of people how they maybe communicate how they're feeling and their style is so unique and some people just want to describe it with one word you know mm. Whereas I can see that like your depth and I think that's why it's going to be fascinating having you on today to talk about your relationships because you are both people who seem very in tune with your spirit, with your souls and have always been very open and, and able to talk about those things. Like mm -hmm. if you're not following these guys online, I'm going to make sure you get their handles and it'll be in the show description because they both tell their stories beautifully of the different seasons they're in and obviously motherhood and fatherhood and how that's impacted how they feel about themselves and each other. And so I wanted to start off with just how you met because this love story <laughs> was unexpected. It's unfolded in the most beautifully like organic ways that we just need to hear how you two met and fell in love. <laughs> oh, how long have we got? We'll <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try and keep yeah, this yeah. concise so it doesn't take up the whole entire interview. Yeah. But it was in Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. I run retreats as part of my business. So I was out there running two back-to-back -back retreats, mm -hmm. spiritual empowerment retreats for women. And basically I had like, I think three days in between the two retreats. 
So I just finished one. I was like so mm. high and felt felt so incredible. Like my vibration was like just on fire and mm. I felt so good about me living my purpose. Yes. And I've just been of service and just had this amazing week with all these women. And then I had like three days to basically decompress, unwind, get ready for the next one. Wow. And in that three days was when we met. Gosh. And Sean, you tell, now you tell you where you were at. <laughs> yeah, so I was at, so I had gone, I was there for a surf trip. Mm. It was like a surf shoot, mm-hmm. essentially. And picked Nosara. I literally hadn't seen a soul yet. And mm. I was going to get a quad bike because that's like what you typically ride around in Costa Rica and Nosara. And on my way, I see my best friend's girlfriend there. Mm. And she's like the first person I see had no clue she was going to be there. Oh, wow. And she invites me to dinner that night. And I said, yeah, for sure. And basically went surfing, kind of forgot about it a little bit Mm -hmm. and went home, showered. I remember this so well because I just got accepted into Raya and I was making a profile (laughs) while, while like getting out of the shower. And I was like, I don't have time. I'll just, I'll do this later. And I essentially go to the dinner. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So so basically Cynthia. Very unexpected. Yeah. So Cynthia is the girl who is his best friend's girlfriend. Yeah. She had Dan broken Nager, down yeah. on her. She had broken down on her quad, which is how oh, these two met. Okay. Um, sorry, you guys already knew each other from LA for right. years, obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, she was my neighbor. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So then they bump into each other in Costa Rica. She's like, what the hell are you doing here? Mm. He's like, what the hell are you doing here? She's like, come to dinner. So Cynthia is like one of my closest friends. And wow. she's an incredibly talented filmmaker and photographer. And so mm. I always book her to come and shoot the retreats. So no she was staying, way. she was staying with me in Costa Rica because she was filming all the retreats. Gosh. So that dinner was a girl's dinner huh. with with me. And so she texts me and she was like, I've just run into my friend Sean from LA. Is it okay if I invite him to dinner? And I was like, oh my God, I can't be bothered to meet some random right. guy. Like some I LA just wanted guy. to I, I didn't even know he was from LA. I was just like, oh God, I've literally got three days to like unwind. I just want to hang with my girls. Like I can't be asked oh to like God. have this new yeah. random guy, whatever. And I was just like, oh, sure, whatever. Like I didn't care. Like literally made zero effort, came to this dinner and was just like, I just want to like have a margarita, have some pizza, go home and have an early night. He walks in. And did I was know, like, did he know that there was an all girls dinner? Like, I didn't you. really make the <laughs> like, really sense connect of it the dots. <laughs> no, because it was like Cynthia, damn, my best friend. So yeah. I was just like, it's just going to be like a few Cynthia yeah. and her friends, like, no big deal. We'll just hang and have some dinner. <laughs> and then I walked into like, floodgates it felt like of just like beautiful women <laughs> and i was like who is this and i was like i didn't know you were bringing this guy to dinner <laughs> yeah, i would have yeah. put some makeup on <laughs> i mean i felt similar i was like i didn't realize this was your crew i probably wouldn't have worn a shirt or something no 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 had one on but it was like immediately sat down and then just kind of overall felt like a pretty deep connection towards Mel. Like I would oh, say geez. from. He just like locked in on me. Wow. Even though there was like a group. The... It's like the four of us chatting right now. And he was like, yes. co- like kept coming back to me. Mm. And I was like, oh God. <laughs> well, she did 
keep doing this thing that I wasn't used to in Los <laughs> Angeles. Okay, what's this thing? What's this thing? <laughs> to know this could be the answer every woman needs how you find a man i think it could be i this was something i wasn't used to in la okay so i would start talking and then obviously there's you know five of us there mm-hmm. and so somebody interjects and the story gets lost and mel would always say wait you were saying this I want to hear the rest of it. She would always come mm. back to what I was saying. And <gasps> I was so listening. not used to that in LA, especially. No mm-hmm. hate on LA. I love LA. Mm-hmm. But I was so not used to women actually listening mm-hmm. and engaging in that way to where there was like true <laughs> reciprocation. Yeah. And wanting to know what's next. That mm. I was like, oh, this feels different. <gasps> Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's a little got... secret sauce in there. Yeah. I agree. I've had many conversations and it really does make it a special connection. It, even friendships, right? When someone takes the time to be invested in your conversation. Because mm-hmm. I think we do live in a world of phones and devices and there's a lot going on. And you can be just having surface level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, you can talk about something that's kind of not important. Then it can jump here and there. But when there's someone who's there like, no, I'm ready to connect and have a conversation with you. And we're going to actually yeah. have it. <laughs> because I was like, who is this man? Like, I want to get to know him. Mm. You know, I was like, okay, I see you. I see mm. that you're hot. I see that you have a great <laughs> energy. But like, what's underneath that? Like, I want mm. to know who you really are. So I was coming back to what you were saying because I wanted to know you on a soul level. Do you think that's because of all the work you've done with yourself? You've discovered the depth within yourself and the importance of connection. Yeah. Do you think that's enabled you to kind of show up differently in your relationships? I think it just means that there's no way that I would be able to tolerate a surface level relationship anymore. Mm. So it's like if I'm interested in a person, I want to know who they are spiritually. I want to know what their upbringing was like. I want to know how they what makes them tick, what, what their values are like. I can't like I think once you go deep within yourself you can't accept a relationship that doesn't have that too mm-hmm. you know I think especially when you get to well I'm 34 so when you get to a certain age demographic say I was just like I'd been through so many relationships that I see Mel obviously she's gorgeous obviously it's tapped in immediately yeah, in that physically. way mm-hmm. And then it's just wanting to get to that soul level so you can start understanding, okay, can we do this for a really long time? Right. And then it's an overall feeling that for me is a little bit hard to explain where it's like, wow, this is a deep feeling within myself Mm -hmm. that I feel connected to this person. I'm not positive if it's mutual yet. Right. And so that's where the unpacking almost starts beginning. Well, it can be scary, right? Yeah, yeah, Sometimes yeah, when sure. you immediately are like, oh, I've just met this person, mm. but I need more of them. Like, this can't just be it, this dinner, right? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. you yeah. both came away from that dinner and you're like, oh, this person's going to be in my life. I and came away from that dinner and I was like, this changes everything. <gasps> I have a feeling that my life's Whoa. about to change. Like, three quarters of the way <sighs> in, I was like, yeah, this is my person. She <gasps> took a little bit longer. You did, baby. Well, first date, that's when I knew. You knew yeah. first meet, Jeez. but I I needed I needed a bit more time. I mean, after, did you reach after out after through. like after that dinner? Did you reach out to or did you like was it like, yo, can we 
it was it a sidebar thing like because it seemed like <laughs> the connection was, yeah, yeah, yeah. was so kind intense of it was like, Yo, i mean i went you. quite shy <sighs> he was like very like on me and i was like <laughs> trying to be like i was like a I little more like, reserved i wasn't like psychopathic <laughs> no 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 but it i could like, tell yeah, i could tell and i was like, like all right scared. he's definitely he's definitely making it known yeah. but i didn't i wasn't making it known because i was like a little more shy and i was a little more i guess a little more wary Mm-hmm. Because, you know, hot guy from LA, et cetera. Like, yeah, who knows? Rica. Who knows right. what's going on, right? <laughs> right. But then after the meal, I went and gave him a hug goodbye, mm-hmm. thinking that all the girls were going to go give him a oh, hug. Yeah, yeah, None yeah. of them <laughs> did. And I was like, oh, damn. That that was, they, were, they could probably sense the energy, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That was an interesting moment because mm. I was like, Mel and I hugged, and yeah. then all the other girls just walked away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so I was like, and I was like, okay. you don't know him. <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, all right, I guess I'll see y'all later. Whoa. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Girl code. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Girl yeah. code. They were like, yeah. oh, that's her man now. Yeah. yeah. And then I like, guess, huh? What, it, she's imprinted. Kind of felt it. Yeah. Yeah. And then we were like, a couple of days later, we were like, all just hanging out. He just kind of started hanging out then with the girl group. Mm-hmm. I did. I yeah. latched on. I latched on heavily. Forget that I surfing. I was like, I see you. And I'm on top. Yeah. He was like, so breakfast? And right. I was like, sure, I'm going to be with the girls. And he was like, cool, I'll, I'll hang. Yeah. So sure. he just like kind of became part just of the gang. inviting myself to everything. And then there was like a moment at the at like this pool where um, I just had oh, this yes. feeling of like, okay, it's time. Like you've got to go swim over to him because like there's mm. something. It's time. Like there needs to be something. Mm. And that was when he asked me on a date. And then the and she took the biggest pause of her life. Really? Yeah. She did the biggest pause she of your life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She yeah. like did this like mermaid swim over. <gasps> and I was working in mm-hmm. the corner. Mm-hmm. And so I like walked over and I sat in the corner. We talked for a little bit. And then I said, Yeah, I just want to ask you a question. She was like, Okay. I said, would you go on a date with me? And she went, <laughs> and she no, you did not. pushes off the no, pool and not. like does a backstroke. I was taking a <laughs> no, moment. It felt literally like time stopped. Like okay. it was like an okay. hour. Here's what was happening Yeah, like she just flopped I just, backwards. I was just like, okay. Like I just gracefully, took, but like yeah. a flop. Like, well, well, yeah, what and was I was like this. I was like, <laughs> was, I was like tremoring. Okay, because. It was a big moment. And I had one of those moments where I was like, it felt like slow motion. And I was like, oh my God, he's just asked me on a date. And I feel like this is a pivotal moment in my life. And I was literally just like taking it in. I was like, let me just like enjoy this moment. And also I wasn't expecting that to be the question. He said, when someone says, can I ask you a question? You expect Uh. a question. Uh. (laughs) I I thought it was going to be like, more of like a, like a, I don't know. I thought it was going to... I did not expect that question. Wow. Yeah, you, and so I was just taking it in, but it was always going to be a yes. I just like took uh, a little second. Yeah. <laughs> Made him sweat. And then yeah, it was just like, just yeah. devastated. Yeah. Yeah. I was just watching. Oh, I, I can picture it. It's like a movie. It was yeah, a yeah, yeah. It's a movie. That's why I'm trying to relate it to anybody My listening to this. That's like, oh... I met my husband in, you know, right. the kitchen at Burger King when we were working there. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think, everyone, Close you need it. your backstroke moment. I'm telling you, man. We Get that I just think sometimes it's just like, yeah. yeah. I think it just, sometimes you just get to take in the moment yeah. and you get so to just true. enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 
I knew that we were entering into a really beautiful love story. Oh. I could feel it. And so I was like, I really want to enjoy this yeah, moment. Because this is the you know? first time and only time he'll ask you on your first date. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. for you to be aware of it, that's that's some that's Yeah. Yeah. I knew we know you're so in tune with yourself. But we need to jump into how you healed. Because obviously, you know, you've experienced lots of different types of relationships. And mm-hmm. I think that the way you've healed and I don't like the word bounce back, but you've kind of used all of the experiences that other people would maybe see as challenges or hurdles to build this beautiful life where, like we said, you're just so in tune with who you are spiritually and your soul. And you're able to give to other people in such a mm. big way and help them find themselves. Like mm. what was that healing process from divorce, from having your relationship, what was unexpected, kind of like how that turned out. Yeah. How did you begin that healing process? Oh my gosh. I mean, I think really the journey that you're speaking to, you know, really for me is about having a relationship with a higher power, you Mm. know, like truly believing that there is a divine orchestration to all of life. And Mm. if there is like a big challenge or something falls apart, it's because something is going to fall together that's even better. And so when I was getting, I got married really young. I was like 21. We got divorced when I was 25. And I knew that it was because my soul needed to evolve and grow. And, Mm. you know, I was living in my hometown. It wasn't aligned anymore. I was just ready to really live my life and get to know who I was. I didn't know who I was. Mm. So I think as soon as I started really getting to know who I truly was and really trusting that life was taking me in the direction that my soul was meant to be going, Mm. then everything just starts to make sense. So when something falls apart, it doesn't feel like the end of the world. It feels like, okay, like this is obviously happening for my healing, for me to learn, for me to grow. And so, yeah, I think every relationship is a spiritual assignment, is a soul contract. And you know, you may be with someone because you're meant to be together and raise a family and go the distance, or you may be with someone because you're meant to heal things together. You're meant to grow together. You're meant to Mm -hmm. be on this challenging chapter together, Mm. but then essentially you're meant to go in in different ways. And so when my last relationship fell apart very unexpectedly, he met someone else and it just kind of combusted in like a, Mm. like literally one day, just completely like, and I was devastated, but I knew deep down this must be because there's something better out there for me. My mm-hmm. my person that I'm going to raise a family with, the person that I'm going to marry, the person that is actually my match must still be out there, right? right? And so I think it's a way of taking things that happen to you in life and finding the deeper meaning and finding the purpose and really using that to fuel you mm. and to empower you that like when something happens that feels like a crisis or a death or an ending, Mm. it's actually paving the way for a beautiful new beginning. And so I think I've just taken all the different challenges. We all go through challenges in life. We all go through breakups. We all go through deaths and rebirths. And I think if you can navigate that through seeing it through a different lens and through like a, Mm. like if you can zoom out and see the bigger picture of like what the universe is trying to show you, trying to teach you, then I think you can take these different things that may happen and turn them into gold and turn them into beautiful experiences. So Um, true. That mindset alone, I feel like literally lets you unlock life. 
Totally. Right? Because when you think about that, it sounds so brave. It's really hard to do this, but knowing yourself and realizing you know yourself better than anyone else, mm-hmm. anyone else. So allowing yourself to continually check in and be like, is this relationship serving me? Is this environment serving me? Is what I'm doing serving mm-hmm. me? And not being afraid to change and yeah. to evolve and grow and just like listening to that. Even though it sounds brave and scary in one sense, doesn't it sound freeing? It really oh, is. Yeah. And like, you know, I think we stack yeah. up the evidence yeah. that, of like our capability and what we're mm. made of. And so for me, I went through a few, you know, everyone goes through like challenges and I'm not saying that mine are any worse because I think I've lived a very, you know, privileged life in a lot of aspects. Everything's relative. Everything's relative. Mm-hmm. But like in my experience, I could look back on my life and be like, some of the darkest times of my life um, have led me to the greatest joys, to the greatest yes. sense of purpose, mm-hmm. to the greatest opportunities. So like going through a really severe eating disorder mm-hmm. led me to healing, finding self-love, building a business, losing my dad at 21, right. 22 to cancer, mm-hmm. led me to deciding to, you know, learn about health, learn about food, right. learn about, you know, develop uh, as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for my dad's death. Mm-hmm. Going through my divorce mm-hmm. was awful at the time, but like led me to travel the world, meet all these yes. new people, mm-hmm. like discover who I really was. So I think when we look back and we see that like our hardest times can lead us to our best times, yes. then we go, okay, this can't be so bad because I know what's on the other side. And it's temporary. Yeah. Yes. I think it's yeah. just to like speak on that too is just having the deepest faith mm. is also sometimes has helped guide me in the best places because I feel like it's one thing to say, oh, I'm listening to myself or I'm here for myself. But it's another thing to embody that and that real trust in faith Mm. in something higher that when there's a crisis or there's an issue or there's something that is painful or hurts, Mm -hmm. that there is something on the other side that is just as beautiful and then could end in the same way it's all fleeting and temporary and you can just get a little bit and then it can be equally as painful but there's always an opportunity to grow and learn on the other end and i think once i started framing life like that yeah it opened up a lot more for me because i was able to start risking more Mm -hmm. and being like why not because if i've already experienced what i've gone through in these areas in childhood in relationships in work then i can keep unlocking and unlocking in the future because there's really nothing to be afraid of that's real yeah because it's so easy i do not take for granted that it's so easy for you to be in a place of resentment when you go through something Mm. bad with somebody or you know past traumas it's so easy for you to bring it into the next relationship and get like Mm. woe is me and like Mm. but this always happens to me or that kind of mentality and you just if you tell yourself that story of course that's what's going to manifest because you you're like okay this always happens they always Mm -hmm. leave me or i can't Mm -hmm. trust men Mm -hmm. or like guys are all like fuck boys or whatever people say and it's like okay if you want to live with that story keep telling yourself that and that's what you'll keep finding it was the same thing with like oh here's another la guy like she could have easily just like brushed me off Mm -hmm. and not 
asked Even and kept a digging, oh. and then we wouldn't be here. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. crazy how LA has that reputation <laughs> just, <Yeah. laughs> just for being LA. I know LA is just like oh. For both of you, how has your your past healing led like impacted this relationship? How are the things that you've learned, experiences that you've had in your mm. past? How has it impacted you guys now? Well, one of the first things we actually related on was kind of a rug pull of a relationship, which mm. she experienced in a massive way. And I experienced in a probably less gravity of a way. And I would say that in anything in past experiences, in past points of pain, it was again, it was about framing it for myself that sometimes the harder way is the easier way. So sometimes if I lean in instead of lean out, because it's really easy to distract so and like true. grab my coffee or grab my phone or go to Bali or do some do a ceremony somewhere, whatever the case may be. But instead of checking out, like checking in a little bit more, mm-hmm. I think in this relationship has allowed us to really integrate with each other Mm. on a soulful level Mm -hmm. that has been definitely the most powerful I've ever experienced in what we started with, which is like mind, body, spirit. How Mm. are those all three transpiring? Mm -hmm. And for me in this relationship, all three are met on such a consistent basis. And if there's ever disconnect, there is that checking in moment because that's probably one of the biggest thing I've learned Mm -hmm. in the past is the less you check in, the more you check out. Mm. And so dipping in is the easier yeah. way in the yeah. in the end, even if it's harder in that moment. Yeah, I think for me, it's like, we have to learn from our past relationships, right? And mm-hmm. we, it, if we tell ourselves, this relationship didn't work out because he was blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. This Absolutely. relationship didn't work out because they behave like this. Mm-hmm. I think then <laughs> we're not actually growing from that ourselves. We've got to look at what part did I play in this and how do I not Mm -hmm. repeat that in this next one? So like every time I've had any relationship end or even just a situationship, you know, I'm like, okay, what was the lesson in this for me? Mm. You know, where did I not be true to myself? Where did I not communicate my needs? Where did I betray my own boundaries? Mm. Where did Mm. I not lean into that connection? Where did I slip up here and how can I learn from this in this in this next one so you know something that I've really learned about relationships is resentment can be like the biggest like it's like a poison to a relationship it's like a slow poison Mm -hmm. so I think neglecting yourself but us now like still in a relatively new relationship if either of us say something to the other one and there's like a slight undertone of something Mm. I really take it upon myself and I feel like we both do to like call each other out and be like Address what did you really there. mean by that like yes. what was because you said this but your tone was saying this yes. yeah. and so let's just unpack yes. that before this resentment like builds and builds and builds because that is when because things can really of, disconnect there's a lot of comments where it's like and I'm not even saying this is one of them but this is just the game to mind it's like oh you're not really a garbage can taker outer <laughs> that's not that's, you know what I'm saying that's not I didn't and say so that. She's I didn't never say that. said no. that. I want to yeah. make that. You've never said that. <laughs> but so, it's the undertone. It's like the passive it's aggressiveness. Yeah. You're yeah. disappointing me. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So the, you're yes. not showing up. And in the yes. past, I would just like keep proceeding and be like, okay, honey, like, how can I do more? I need to do more. I need to figure out how do how do I like, you know, 
And now it's like, okay, I'm not going to neglect myself. Let's figure out what do you mean by that? Yeah. Like yeah. Tapping it before it gets yeah. too far. So and yeah. I think about the going, kind of choosing the harder choice in the moment yeah. of the leaning in rather yeah. than checking out because actually in the long run, it makes yeah. everything so much easier. It's choosing to actually say what you mean rather than make a passive aggressive dig or snide comment that, you know, I think is something that women can do a lot more typically because it's, it seems to be like a feminine trait to like just make a kind of underhand thing that can I think hurt. it's almost yeah. a test as well. Yeah. I don't want to speak for all women, but I sometimes <laughs> think we want to test how well they know us. Yeah. So can they understand what this undertone actually means? But it's like no one wants to actually play that game. No. Right. Like it's <laughs> no. not fun for anyone. So we try and create this culture. I, I'm very conscious of not nagging in our yes. relationship because I don't Stuff. want to create a culture of complaint, <laughs> of complaining, right? We try our best to create this culture in our relationship of appreciation. And so, yeah, I'm just very aware that like, I just try not to ever complain about things. But you are really good at that. She's really That's like impressive because it's not easy. Yeah. yeah. Especially Where, when you live with someone, especially yeah. then when you have a child. Because yeah. you just need so much more from your partner when you have those things. And yeah. like, I know living on my own, having it my way, because I'm a Virgo, it can <laughs> be very challenging. To I like, will say, like, I don't have any mm. Virgo traits. So I don't, I don't, get, I, feel I feel for my so Virgo blessed. friends. I yeah. really yeah. feel for my Virgo friends. There's a way friends. that everything needs to be done when yeah. you're Virgo. I'm not like that. Everything. Yeah. We're very flowy logical. people. Okay. We're yeah. very flowy. I feel flowy. super blessed and on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel <laughs> blessed as well because I've been in relationships in the past where like they're complaining at me because I'm too messy. Mm. And I'm like, I'm so like, I there was like this pile of clothes in the closet oh. at one point, like a few months ago. And I was like thinking that he's going to complain to me that there's this pile of clothes in the closet that I haven't done. And I was like, babe, I'm so sorry. I know there's a pile of clothes. Da, 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 I'm going to get to it. And he was like, oh, I didn't even notice it. It's fine. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there was yeah. another time in the kitchen. I think I like didn't take the dishes out of the dishwasher or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I did like a twitch like this. <laughs> And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, oh, I'm just so used to being like almost punished. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Punished in oh some way gosh. for like not doing that. That yeah. having that not happen was just yeah. such a yeah. breath of Let's fresh. try yeah. and make life easier yeah. for our partners. Exactly. We're trying yes. to do life together. It's yeah. hard it's a enough. Unity. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. And so we're gentle. like often we're like thanking each other throughout the day for like, oh, yeah. thank you for doing the diaper. Thank you for Beautiful. taking the bins out. You know, thank you for doing this. Like really like so grateful for mm. you. Like really love that you did this. I do want to say one thing that she does really good too. And then I've tried to adopt this <laughs> is that when we get into an argument, just stop and be like, I love you. Mm. And that somehow, even if you're feeling that inner rate or like <laughs> yeah, inner yeah. tension, yeah. Mm -hmm. It just softens everything. Yeah. yeah. Your it love. just brings yeah. it down a yeah. little bit. Yeah. It's like, I know we're mad at each other right now, but I just want you to know I love you. Here's where I'm coming from. I can understand where you're coming from. Like, let's just put each other, let's just put ourselves in the other person's shoes for a sec. You know, we just like hold each other and like, I love you and we're a team and we're going to, we're going to do this together. And I yeah. think you're amazing. You're an amazing dad. You're an amazing partner. Here's where I'm coming from. Here's why I'm pissed. Can you yeah. see this? 
Yeah. So it's just like, it just softens it. And just yeah. that physical touch sometimes just helps you like remember, Absolutely. oh, we're a team. We're on the same side yeah. here. Just asking to be heard or seen yeah. or like, we're yeah, that's, oh, that's such a beautiful way. We're going to have to end this episode now, but there will be a part two. <laughs> so if you're listening yeah, yeah, to I'm, this and I'm I, in it. I know, <laughs> and we need more of obviously Sean and Thank Mel. You, and I think part two can be more focused on like parenthood. Please drop us some questions. Drop them in the reviews or drop them on any of our social medias. Where can we find you guys so everyone listening can follow you? Yeah, Sean Jenkins on Instagram and then meetpitsy.com. You guys yes, natural Do brand. That. We're going to mention that in the intro. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. And I'm, I am Mel Wells on Insta. So come find me. You can check out all my bits and pieces that I've got um, going on. podcast as well. Podcast. <laughs> I have a podcast. Yeah, you'll find it all. Come I and like hang it. on Instagram. Yeah. Queendom. Oh, there's so many things. So many yeah. things. Okay, well, we'll be back. And thank you so much for listening to Couplish. Thank you for being on. Thank yeah, you so much for having us. Thank you guys. So much. Thank you guys so, so much. fun. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Couplish every Friday. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating and review. It would mean the world to us. Follow us on socials for all the behind the scenes action and to get to know us a little bit more. I'm at Iskra, I-S-K-R-A. And I'm at Philip A. Payne, with one L that is. And we'll check in with you next week.